0: You're listening to a Marcus Sahaba online radio podcast. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful indeed. Allah Karam, Allah Karam. Alhamdulillah, all these are messages uh, that have really added uh, to the buoyancy of the show. And uh, this uh, segment uh, that we get into where uh, Morana Salim Karim uh, from uh, Lady Smith already gives his nasiyah with so much of uh, compassion. And, uh, you know, he's powerful indeed, a powerful individual that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen from perhaps the uh, thousands and maybe billions of uh, people from the dunya to be on the platform that is in- international. And, you know, I remember him, uh, watching him on uh, many Jummah Jumma programs and uh, you know, look at him and say, this Alim is good. So Mulana Salim Karim joins us once again on uh, his segment uh, this morning. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless him because he's always uh, someone that is uh, motivating the Ummah and many, many, many people get in touch with me and ask me for his uh, podcast and so forth, and uh, Molana, definitely, he's a uh, someone that, uh, right, he's there, he said gives it to them, and he's, uh, he has that figure. he has a concern, he said, you know what, we must give it to our people, and uh, yesterday there was a uh, message from a sister, and uh, the, another question says, uh, after the second marriage, what are the rights of inheritance from a husband? Second marriage, what are the rights of inheritance uh, from the husband? So, uh, Molana may we'll be talking about that. Uh, Molana Salim Karim. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell us how you're doing. It's fine. A uh, beautiful uh, Wednesday morning, Molana.
1: Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shifaat by ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you and our esteemed listeners. May Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala forgive our shortcomings. May Allah Ta'ala bless us with sabr. Uh, may Allah Ta'ala Grant us tawfiq to make shukar, and more so, may Allah Ta'ala grant all of us Husni Khatima. And I want to start off, insha'Allah al with a beautiful dua of Sayyidina Abu Bakr siddiq radiallahu ta'ala. Anto. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillahi wa kafaa wa salamun ala'ibadikilladhi nasqofa. أما بعد فعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم. قال الله تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد: إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي. يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم وقال تعالى في مقام اخر ربنا انك تعلم ما وما نعلن وَمَا يَخْفَى عَلَى اللَّهِ مِنْ شَيْءٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فِي السّمَاءِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ الَّذِي وَهَبَ لِي عَلَى الْكِبَرِ اسْمَاعِيلَ وَإِسْحَاقَ إِنَّ ربي لسميع الدُّعَاءِ رَبِّ جَعَلْنِي مُقِيمَ الصَّلَاةِ وَمِنْ ذوريتي ربنا وتقبل الدعاء ربنا اغفر لي ولوالدي يوم يقوم الحساب قال النبي الله عليه الدعاء but by, and our esteemed listeners, what a beautiful dua of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq. It's a great du'a for you and me. Every morning we waking up hoping that Allah will bless us, Allah will forgive us. Allah will grant us tawfiq to, to do good deeds and good armals. Dua of Sayyidina Abu Bakr which we all should learn, Allahumma ja'alni khayram mimma yadhunnoun Oh Allah, make me better than what they think of me. Allahumma ja'alni khayram mimma yadhunnoun Oh Allah, make me better than what they think of me. وَاغْفِرْ لِي مَا لَا And forgive me for what they don't know about me. وَلَا And don't take me to account for what they say about me. If we have this du'a in front of us and we make every day, gee, don't get parishan as Allah Pak says, Walla tahinu, wala tahanu, wala tafunatu. La pakak is telling us over and over in the Quran. La taqnatu mir rahmatillah." Don't lose hope in Allah. Walla Tahinu. Don't become weak. Walla Takhano. Don't be sad. See, this is our life that we are leading today. And in the zamana of fitna and fasad, it's best that you keep aloof. Wherever there is a fitna, stay away from it. And when a fitna is in action, stay away from it. And when it's over, don't reignite it. Ask Allah for protection. Ask Allah for our fear. Because Patience with Allah is called faith. Patience with Allah is called faith. This is Iman. Mm. Patience with oneself is called self-confidence. Sabar. Patience with others is called respect. And patience with your family. Whether with your wife or husband, mother or father is called love. So sabar karo. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. We are going through a difficult time. As the Shayir said, zameen achi, atman acha, ham achi. The earth is good, the heavens are good, we are good. So sara jaha acha. If our akhlaq and behavior is good and practical, then Jaha the whole world is the best place to live. So, Shafat, by, as a starting point, I'll come to your question now. Mm-hmm. Let us eat less, feed more, sleep less, and seek more. And what should we seek? Allah's forgiveness. We should seek Allah's mercy, Allah's rahmat. As they say, sleep less and pray more, Allah ki ibadat karo. Shafat bai, Allah ta'ala grant us to that we are living in very difficult times. But Insha'Allah, adeel, jisku meri mustafa se pyar ho gaya, you must come back to the Quran in sunnah, jisku meri mustafa se pyar ho gaya, baaghi jannat ka wo haqdar ho gaya. Whoever loves Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa then Allah Ta'ala has given him entitlement entitlement of Jannat to so make those to so and friends. You know, it's sad that today we have so much of time to involve ourselves in so many unnecessary matters. Nabi sallallahu wa sallam whoever believes in Allah and his Rasul, he either says a good word, he either speaks good, otherwise it's best for him to remain silent. Allah Ta'ala grant you and me tawfiq. You know, every advice that is given every morning, dini Whatever is given on radio, whatever nasihat is given, it must touch the heart. It must make a difference. So somebody said it very nicely, Hazrat Mulana Shah, Rarul Haqsa, Barak said, you know, religious advices are always beneficial. Even if you don't remember them, you have listened to so many bayans and lectures in your life. See? But you don't remember them still two weeks beneficial. He gave a beautiful example. He said, like, a person who two weeks ago, what he ate, what you and I have eaten two weeks ago, we can't remember it. But that food has given us strength and energy. We don't remember what we ate two weeks ago. But alhamdulillah, that food has benefited the body. So likewise, Listening and studying the books of learned scholars and ulama and listening to their talks are beneficial to us, even if we don't remember the discussion. The effect of nasihat, this is the point, Shafat, by every morning, alhamdulillah, marqas-sahaba, mm-hmm. as-safinatu ilal-jannah, what's the purpose and maqsid? is to give advice. So that the soul can be enriched. When the soul is nourished, then Allah will automatically give us Taufi to do good deeds. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us Taufi. As somebody said, you know, create peace in one's life. There's so much of turmoil. We are fighting, we are arguing, we are cursing, we are accusing. What type of life are we leading? To create peace in one's life, you only live once. But if you do do it right, then once is enough. Allah Ta'ala grant us Hayatan tayyiba. Allah, give us a pure life. Let our deeds and thoughts and amals be in accordance to the Quran and sunnah. Deed. The most beautiful things are not associated with money. The most beautiful things are not associated with money. They are memories and moments to remember. Mm. Those beautiful moments you have with your family. Those beautiful moments you have with your wife and your children and your parents. Money means nothing. So the most beautiful things are not associated with money. You can have tons of money. But if you don't have muhabbat, you don't have love, you don't have respect, you don't have memories, you don't remember the moments you spent with your family, then of what benefit it is? Somebody said it so well. And I'm giving you this advice. Expect nothing. But appreciate everything that Allah has given to you. Allah Akbar. Innal <inaudible> min al iman. Rasulullah said, simplicity is part of iman. Let us live a simple life. We all have to sleep in the qabr. Dogas ki kafan. The few meters of kafan and two hands. That's it. That's where your final resting place is. So expect nothing. Whatever, do it for the pleasure of Allah. Do the good deed and throw it into the ocean. If you throw a pebble in the ocean, you'll never ever find it. So likewise, let there be sincerity and ikhlas in the good deeds that we do. Don't broadcast it. Don't brag about it. Leave it as a secret between you and Allah. So expect nothing but appreciate everything that Allah has given to you and me. And like somebody said it in the end the as the Nasiha for the morning, life is like a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. See? So life has to carry on. People will throw pebbles at you. People will throw stones at you. People would do a lot of harm to you. See? But alhamdulillah, as somebody said, you know, Alama Bulesha the great Sufi Punjabi poet, he said, Do whatever you want. Don't hurt the feelings of people. Do whatever else you want in this world. But don't hurt the feelings of people. So we have to be conscious, conscious all the time that what we say, what we speak, Alhamdulillah, what doesn't matter to us, leave it. It doesn't concern you. If it matters with you, then Alhamdulillah, deal with it. But if it doesn't concern you, you have other important things to worry about. So may Allah Ta'ala grant us all So But by coming back to the question of the sister hmm. who gets married for the second time, Allahu Akbar, the hadith Khadija radiallahu ta'ala anha, when she married Rasulullah she was forty years of age. Rasulullah was twenty-five. He was married four times. See? Look at the wives of Rasulullah, as I said to you yesterday. The importance of looking after the divorced women and the widows of the community is important for the Muslim ummah, and this is the directive of Rasulullah And look at the reward that Allah Ta'ala gives to the parents when a daughter comes back divorced or she comes back as a widow. What did Rasulullah say to us? Take her back with open arms. Love her. Love her children and treat her even better. And if you do that, Allah will give you jannah. So there's a great responsibility in society that alhamdulillah their rights are InshaAllah, covered and protected. But unfortunately, the Zamana that we are living now, a person wants to take two wives, three wives, four wives. Yes, Allah Ta'ala has given you permission. But there's a condition there. Allah says, if you can't do justice, then stick to one wife. See? And if we are going to ill sleep, a widow, and we marry her. Rasulullah got married to Hadrat Umm Salma radiallahu ta'ala. She was senior in age. She loved her husband Abu Salma. She loved him unconditionally. And when he passed away, she was very, very sad. And she cried a lot for him. So somebody said to her that, you know, why don't you just read this dua? Allah reward me this difficulty. And Allah gives me a better replacement. In her in the period, she was reciting this Quran. There are many widows, young widows today. just married one year, and now they are widows. This is Allah's fukum. This is takdir. We can't fight with Allah. We have to accept Allah's decision. And whatever Allah does, there's always khair in it. We may not understand the wisdom of it. So there are very much young widows in South Africa and everywhere else in the world. And every day we are hearing that there is a mayyat and the person has passed away, left behind a child and a young bride. So Hazrat Umayyad Salma radiallahu ta'ala anha in that period, she was grieving, she was crying. She loved her husband. So they said to her, read this du'a. And she read it. And she read it with the yakin. This is a dua for the widows. They should read this. And please, mothers and sisters who are sitting in iddah, for Allah's sake, respect your Ji, We are transgressing and making Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala naraz. If we are told to sit in iddah, then we should stay at home and follow what Sharia has said to us. Don't beautify yourself, don't go out to function, respect your iddat Yes, If there is an emergency to go to hospital, doctor, whatever it is, that's a different matter. So let's learn to respect the iddat period, whether you are divorced. i just dealing with a case now. Somebody said, you know, Murana, there's a case where the husband and wife are separated for many years. Now she's divorced, he gave her a divorce. Must she sit in Iddat because they had no sexual relationship between each other. The Sharia's Masla is very clear. If there is khilwati sahiha, if after nikah, the husband and wife were together, even for a minute or two, they sat in privacy, then she will have to sit in Iddat. That's a Sharia's Masla. Yes? If they did not consummate the marriage, they did not meet with each other, the nikah took place, the bride is at her house, the husband is at his house, nothing happened, no physical contact. Then obviously the muftis will give fatwa that there is no iddah. But if they have met in solace, if they have met in privacy, even though they did not consummate the marriage, iddah will be wajib for that woman. So respected sisters, respect your iddah. Allah Ta'ala is watching, and do not bring Allah Ta'ala's rock upon yourself. So, she read this dua, and look at the power of this dua. After her iddah, Rasulullah sallallahu الله wa sallam proposed for her. who wouldn't love to marry Rahmatul lil'alamin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So, wa khloof خير منها. Allah give me a better replacement who could be a better replacement than Rahmatul Alameen for Huzuri sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? But she said to Rasulullah two things. That I'm old now and I do have a bit of temper. Do we acknowledge our faults, our shortcomings? No, we don't. We push it under the carpet. And secondly, she said, I've got children. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam smiled and said, no problem, inshaAllah, I will still make nikah to you. And let me tell you something, you are saying you have children. Your children are my children, Allahu Akbar. So why can't those husbands who marry widows who have children have the same principle and the same philosophy with Rasulullah reassured Hadrat Umm Salma radiallahu ta'ala? No problem. You have children, right. alhamdulillah. Your children are my children. So if we have this thought in our mind, and this attitude, then where is the problem? So yes, Shafad why? Number two, as we said, this sister is crying. She's lost her husband. She has children. So obviously, in terms of career, she's entitled to inheritance. One-eighth. If you have children, one-eighth. And if you don't have children, you have one quarter of the estate. So why are we depriving the rightful heirs of what belongs to them? It is sad, subhanAllah. That is why I'm saying, for Allah's sake, before we write our will, make mashura with the ulama, pious people, that how do I structure my will? What is the Sharia's law? What does Sharia say? And how should I make out my will? Because it's senseless me earning so much of money. Leaving behind tons of wealth. And my wealth, unfortunately, is not being distributed according to Sharia. So choose the right people to be the executive. And many of us exclude our wives. They are not executives. She stayed with you from the day you married her. She stood thick and thin with you. Gee? And you want to exclude her. She knows the in and out of your business. In and out of your activities, your activities, your dealing. She knows. And you exclude her. Allah, we put outsiders. Put this Morana Sab there. Put this Mufti sahab. who has no idea what the needs of this family is. What the dynamics of this family is. He knows nothing, that executor. But because of name, he's a big influential person in society. So put his name there. And he's got no interest whatsoever. Remember, we are going to be Guneh You are lying in your cover, And you did not choose the right people to execute your will and confirm with Sharia, you are going to be punished in your kabar So it's our duty, respected brothers, that when we're making out our will, check with the Ulamai Kiram and choose the right person who's proactive, who has the feeling and interest of their family at heart to make sure as soon as possible they are inherited that is lying. It's 50 years gone. The people are dead and gone. What answer are we going to give to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So let's be proactive. And Nabi Karim sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That no Muslim should sleep. And his will is not under his pillow. Two days go and you don't have your will. Mafum of the hadith. You are guilty of gunah that every Muslim, whether you own something worth 5 rand or 50 rand, you have to make out an Islamic world. So, respected brothers, let us look after the widows and let's give each one their rights that is deserving to them, especially the orphan children. When you see them, it's so sad when you look at those Muslim children. You know what the Foucahah had said? When you see a Muslim child, hug the child, kiss the child, your heart is hard as a rock. Put your hand over the head of the child. Somebody asked Aisha radiallahu ta'ala, my heart is so hard. I don't cry. I have no emotions. I have no feelings. You have people like that. They can't shed a tear. What must I do? I Aisha said, radiallahu ta'ala, I said, go to the Kabristan. Go to the Kabristan and look at who is buried there. And see who they were in society, what they, what privileges and honor they enjoyed in the dunya. And today there's no one to read by their qabar There isn't a single soul that comes there and reads for them. Take a breath. Allah will soften your heart. Number two, place your hand on the head of a yateen child. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring softness in your heart. Respected brothers, all I'm saying, kullazi Please, whether it comes to business, whether it's your employees, employer-employee relationship, husband and wife relationship, business partner relationship, whatever it bil Fulfill your promises and honor your contract. And again, for Allah's sake, I'm saying to each one of us, we're starting a new year. We are going to be employed, maybe as teachers, doctors, alims, muazins, hufars, whoever. Please, for Allah's sake, make sure that there is a contract in place, and every clause of that contract must be honored, agreed upon by both parties, so there is no dispute. This verbal agreement must stop, and this is causing so much of disbelief and misunderstanding. For Allah's sake, whatever contract you have, whatever dealings you have, for Allah's sake, put it down in black and white. So I'm saying this not only for ulama and huffaz, I'm saying this for all of us. If you're an employer, make sure that you have a proper contract with all the relevant clauses in it, according to the Department of Labor, And according to Sharia, structure that contract so that it is according to Sharia. So tomorrow, if there is a dispute, alhamdulillah, we have recourse. Either we go to the Jameer, we call a mediator or arbitrator, let's sit down and resolve the issue. This is very important. It's happening every day in our homes, it's happening in our businesses, it's happening in so many other places. We don't have a proper contract in place. So for Allah's sake, renew the contract, review the contract, and make it easy. Make it easy for the people. Make it easy for your employees. Don't make it difficult. This is the hadith of the Prophet wasallam. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq, insha'Allah. Always have a positive image in life. Have a positive thought in life. And it's never too late to say, I'm sorry. See? You can make the biggest of mistakes. Allah, ta'ala, Hazrat Musa, aleyh, wassalam, asked the oh Allah, who is Al-Aziz? Allah, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, said, you know, Aziz is that person who has all the right to take revenge. But he says, I forgive you for the sake of Allah. It's a great thing in life, goes to Azizov. Give du'a to each other Take du'a for each other And give du'a and make du'a For each other May Allah Ta'ala give us a week
0: da'wana Alhamdulillah Your positivity has added a Noor to the airwaves Of Marcus Sahaba The voice of the Sunnah And Radio Lansar And all that are listening to you You have a mashallah beautiful day ahead Inshallah we'll talk to you tomorrow This time السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته
1: وعليكم السلام الله وبركاته